Welcome to Tab Storytellers. We are coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts at the 2023 Tab Institute. It's been a long week, but a very invigorating, exciting week. Um, and what I wanted to do was to take some time to kind of reflect, not just myself, but with some of the other teachers that are here and to give them a platform for sharing their takeaways from the Institute. So just to kind of start us off, I thought it would be great to share just who we are, where we're from, um, and then we can jump into what we got out of this week. So just for people that don't know, my name is Jen Ferrari. I teach in Bedford, Massachusetts, grades three to five, and I very much was excited about this week because I wanted to connect with people, especially after coming back for like one normal year after the pandemic. So that was like what I was really excited about for this institute in particular. Hi, I'm Sarah Phillip. I teach at a Congressional School, which is in Falls Church, Virginia. I was really excited to meet other TAB teachers just to understand what they have figured out in terms of supporting student learning. My name is Nancy Danielson. I teach at the Martha's Vineyard Public Charter School, um, K through six. And I also was excited to come here, especially after the pandemic when I, during the pandemic, I lost touch with TAB um, a little bit and veered off track. And so I was excited to come here and get, yeah, to get back into it. Hello, my name is Dawn Norris. I teach at Big Walnut Elementary School that's near Columbus, Ohio. This is my second time at the TAB Institute. Um, the first time I went, um, I felt like kind of still a very uh, newbie teacher, um, so um, I was just soaking everything up. And this time I feel like I'm more of an experienced teacher and I'm really enjoying having those conversations and helping others um, and answering questions, but um, I'm still always learning myself. I'm Josh Hall, I'm from Farmington, Minnesota. <clears throat> I'm excited to go home and have discussions with administration on how the artist habits of mine closely relate to the profiles of a lifelong learner that our district wants us to discuss with our high school age kids. I'm Allison Johnson, I also teach in Farmington, Minnesota. Um, I was excited to come here again. It's also my second time. I haven't been here in five years. Uh, just to connect with people again, get a little spark back. Uh, last year was a, was a hard year, so were the COVID ones. And so um, I was really hoping to just get some inspiration and some spark back into my teaching. And uh, I kind of sort of had a little epiphany yesterday and just kind of, I'm, I'm ready to do this now again. So. <laughs> My name is Darren Ferris, and I'm a uh, elementary art teacher in Pinellas County, Florida, St. Petersburg. Um, Blanton Elementary is the school I teach at, and this is my first TAB conference. I'm fairly new to TAB, and I was looking for ways to do it better. Probably my biggest takeaway so far has been the community that we built here in just a few days. How I feel like I've got um, people I can lean on, ask questions about, and get some knowledge from as well, as well as sharing back. 
Hi, my name is Margaret Fetzko. I'm a primary art teacher in Norwich, New York. And um, this is, I did attend the Institute last year virtually. And while it was a wonderful experience, I knew it, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't the, the most ideal way to, to present what TAB is all about. Um, so I was looking forward to meeting some of these faces, putting names with faces and, and personalities and, and being in person and having the full experience and um, being able to share my own experiences and, um, you know, continuing the, the work that is being done here and hopefully spreading that through my own district as well. Thank you so much, all of you, for sharing that. Um, one of the things that some of you already touched on were things that you are taking away from this conference and then bringing back to your own practice, or it could be related to really anything. And I was curious, some of you already sort of touched on that. For anyone else, I'm curious, what other takeaways did you have from the time so far this week? So I came away with a better understanding of how I can implement TAB with my kindergarten students, which was really a goal of mine in coming, was how do I, how do I foster this type of studio with younger students? That's interesting, because I know there's a lot of people that struggle with that. Um, was there anything in particular that you heard from your time with people that you thought might be useful? for our listeners? I think a lot of it is is more seeing that there are teachers who are doing it and doing it successfully. Mm -hmm. Just allowing me to um, think a little bit more broadly about it or take some of the tips and tricks that people have and, and incorporate that into my own practice. Um, in my of takeaways this week I, it's hard to pick one but <clears throat> um, advocacy for my program in my school um, is a big one for me and um, just hearing how other teachers handle artist statements and shows and um, and everything during the pandemic I kind of went back to because I was teaching in a tent outside my school and I went back to projects, and I got a lot of really like positive feedback from my administration about the projects, mm -hmm. and they loved some of them and went on and on about them and like, are we gonna do that again and stuff like that? And it just it felt so. It's just like one of those things where you can't tell, you know, which student from from you know which is the students. And, they all look the same basically yeah. and uh, so I've been trying to grapple with that like how do I how do I get the great work out there um, for the school to see and have people raving about it and there's so many ways to do that and so I've learned that a lot this week mm -hmm. um, and yeah that's my big takeaway is the advocacy <clears throat> yeah, we talked about that today at lunch. Um, 
So during lunchtime, there were opportunities to go with affinity groups, which were just informal conversations, kind of like we're having here, um, about different things. And today there was one on advocacy because that's a huge part of um, what we do. And one of the people there said, I love my job, I love my kids, I, I think it's really important to advocate for what we do. But at the same time, I feel tapped out, like I can only do so much, and you know I work so hard, and how do you sustain that? So I think finding a sustainable way to do that advocacy piece is important too. Yeah. Um, that's something I'm taking away from this week, is there's so much work to do that you also, I think, have to remember your needs there with it. Because <laughs> I think all of us want the, what's best for our kids, but if we, it's like that saying with the cup, right? You need to fill the cup in order to be able to function. Um, I have to remind myself of that, so that was a takeaway for, for me that's yeah. related to that. Yeah, very much so, yeah. One of my biggest takeaways was seeing a studio in action. And you know, it's been a while since we've been to art school and we got to do art school here. And it's really, it makes so much sense that this is what we should be doing in the classroom. We were learning from each other. We were, you know, we were making it work. We helped each other. We all did different projects. We all respected the studio, put things away. Um, inspired by other artists, we gave each other feedback, showed each other how to do things, and we all created absolutely amazing artwork in there. I was listening to Clyde's talk today on intuitive drawing and the whole time um, I was watching Robin um, draw. She was drawing during his talk and I was just watching her the whole time. She's another participant in the Tab Institute and um, I at one point I leaned in and said those are really beautiful and she said oh yeah I tend to be very detailed so I'm using these temper sticks to force myself to not be detailed mm -hmm. and I was th thinking to myself I'm detailed too and I have a big problem with that and I was gonna go back to my room and do a little painting with my little tiny brushes and a little piece of paper <laughs> please and um, and I decided no I am going to so I chose oil pastels and I even got like a paper bag like that was gonna be my surface you know and she just inspired me in that moment like unexpectedly to um, try something new and it, you know it was challenge fun. yourself it challenge was fun. yourself yeah yeah stretch and explore <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah so that was a good good moment but um, yeah seeing other, exactly you know learning from each other I was there too, and I was watching her part of the time. I would like drag myself away and then look at you know what yeah. I was doing. And but I'm always amazed listening to Clyde and just the way he talks about things, the random facts he throws in about this <laughs> and that. And, um, you know, teaching a drawing class and just being in there with him again, I was like, yeah, I just had some really good takeaways from what he did that I'd like to do in the class. Yeah, for sure. It also helped. It also helped me think about the performance as a teacher. Clyde really put a lot of energy and excitement 
into what he was doing. And you know, there is a degree of performance as a teacher. Yeah. You're definitely presenting, mm -hmm. <clears throat> presenting to a group of people. And um, he didn't want to stop watching Clyde. <laughs> you know, it's like all eyes on as he fell across the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in the studio, at the other part of the studio, and all of a sudden I heard, just heard, oh, God, geez. And I was like, what is going on with Clyde in the other room? But um, I, love, I love that you brought up that aspect of teaching. Um, I actually did a, a paper that's being published actually this month in Art Ed that's about the performance aspect of teaching and how I think what we do as TAB teachers is more akin to improv than it is to scripted performance. But the other connection I had was it's interesting to hear that you had such a great um, experience in the studio about stretching and exploring, I was really trying to engage and persist <laughs> when I was there. Um, so my quick story is that on Tuesday night, I wanted to make something because for those that might not know, at the end of the week at the Institute, there's a, um, like a participant show. So uh, a, the teachers all make art and they can put it in the show. And I really wanted to have something in there to be part of our community. And as I was thinking about what to do, I thought, oh, I'll just go back to doing what I usually do, which is finding a photograph, inspiration from nature, and then creating a very detail-oriented um, watercolor painting, because that's what I traditionally do. So as I started doing it, I realized like 40 minutes in, I'm not gonna finish this by Friday. <laughs> and so a long story short, I realized that in that environment, that studio environment with the deadline and the, the, it wasn't chaotic, but it was not the silence or quiet that I'm used to in my own studio. <clears throat> it was not conducive to me being my best artist self. And it reminded me of my students and how when they enter the space, it might not be their optimal work environment. Yes. And I have to remember that and other things as a teacher. Um, but I'm happy with what ended up, I was very frustrated throughout the whole process, but I'm happy with the end product because I'm gonna take that and put it in my classroom as a constant reminder to remember that that is happening at all times. Yes. Like to be aware of that awareness. Awareness was a big takeaway for me. Mm -hmm from this institute of different things. I had the same thing happen in the studio. Um, just the, the chaos of it kind of bothered me a little bit and um, I was overwhelmed by it. And I just kept thinking of my students, like, oh my God, is this how they feel, <laughs> you know? And so just be mindful of that is so great, yeah. I think also we had some amazing um, speakers that came to talk with us from the, oh, people are gonna have to help me on this one. The CACP, I think it's CACP from MassArt. Um, you know what, what I will do is at the end of this recording and when we post this on our podcast, I will put the link to their website on the show notes so people can go to their website. But um, the two people that were there from the organization were Elena and um, Equa, uh, and they were sharing about their organization, what they do, and one thing that they mentioned was 
awareness, I had written this down, that's connecting to what I said earlier, but also unlearning things and healing from it. Um, and I think there's a fair amount of like, it's okay to not be wrong, but to understand that there's a better way or a different way or, you know, and then the healing that comes along with that and with working with other people because the whole theme of this institute is cultivating collaborative communities. So actually I was curious to ask all of you um, if there were anything that you thought of related to that theme that kind of came across to you. Yeah. I think that was my big takeaway um, is I feel like I have um, a good grasp of maybe like, you know, what makes a studio and, you know, cre creating those kind of things with, you know, supplies and management of that. But I think the, um, with the, that theme for the Institute of really looking at how I can, as a teacher, create some of those communities in my classroom. And I think that's what I'm gonna maybe spend some more time on is that community um, building aspect of it. We've been doing a lot of like circles. We're sitting in a circle right now um, and um, just taking time to get to know each other um, and um, finding out our interests and strengths and weaknesses and, and stuff like that. So I think that's my big takeaway. I'm gonna work a little bit more on dedicating myself to doing that because I think that will you know, set me up for success for the rest of the year. And I wanted to add, because I was thinking about um, the takeaway piece for me, a big one was that we all are sharing a lot of the same struggles and concerns and apprehensions. And I've talked to teachers who have been teaching for 30 years and they have some of the same doubts and concerns that I have only doing TAB for just a couple of years. And, and then there's some people who are still just getting ready to start their own TAB journey and, and start it with their students. And it, 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 that in and of itself is kind of a, a bonding, you know, cyclical circle kind of thing because, you know, we don't always want to talk about the things that are, we're fearful of, but this is really a, a safe environment and, it, and, and an, encur an encouraging environment to do that. It's okay. It's, it's free, you know, free of judgment and, and a lot of people um, sharing those you know, me too moments, whether whether they did it out loud or whether you could kind of see nodding or, or hand gestures to show that, you know, they many of us are really on the same journey, only maybe slightly different, you know, sections of that. So that was that was kind of what I similar, you know, related to that because you're confident maybe in your own space, mm -hmm. but then there's that other thing that maybe you're not confident in and, and, and you feel like especially if you're a veteran teacher and trying this something new and then it's like wow like can I handle that change what does that mean for me you know it's scary right as humans that's 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 big so this is a safe place to share those concerns and get really great feedback and energize you to move forward with that and push through that whether you get it all done or whether you get just a small piece of it I think through collaboration, you, you learn how to stretch and explore within the classroom. We're teaching our kids. In order to pick up a skill set, you gotta push yourself, you gotta stretch and explore. But 
through our collaboration here, I believe we learn how to stretch and explore as faculty, as art teachers. And when we come to places like this, we gain that confidence in talking to each other. What works for you here? in my classroom halfway across the country or you know there's someone I've been talking to that teaches in a different country mm -hmm. so those are those are pretty neat and pretty neat and almost surreal experiences that I wouldn't get back home right right as art teachers were uh, well I know for me I'm isolated um, on Martha's Vineyard, I teach at the charter school, um, and I um, don't have any other, there's no other tab teachers around me, and there's no, there's very few art teachers that I can really talk to there, and so, um, you know, it's, I just feel alone, so coming here has just been, it's like, these are my people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this has been great. And I think um, part of the, the collaboration is that whenever I interact, I mean, this week has been like 110% of this for me, but whenever I interact with any TAB teacher in particular, they're so open about sharing. Yeah. Because it's about bettering the profession or ourselves, you know, moving forward as like a group, which is part of that community aspect of it. And it was interesting, someone today, we were talking about um, Lowenfeld. I talk about him all the time. People on the podcast are probably tired of me talking about him. But Victor Lowenfeld um, developed the stages of artistic development. And when we were chatting about it, someone was saying how no matter what age you are, if you've never done something, you enter into the scribble stage. And when I think about that, and I compare it to like what some teachers do when they discover tab and then they start to try it, it's not gonna be something that you're gonna all of a sudden, like you get it, you understand. It's a constant, like you're going to start off in the scribble stage of tab. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you, there's no way around it. You can't just. It's a journey. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a journey. journey, it really is. And I think it's important to remind ourselves of that. And I was speaking with some people throughout the week and a couple of people said to me, yeah, three is a kind of a magical number. Like when you really, like three years, mm -hmm. sorry. And it could be different for anybody, just like the stages, it's not cut and dry, like this is the same for everybody, but it does take time. And making beautiful oopses and, you know, um, doing something and trying it and then adjusting it is totally fine. Um, because you're growing from that experience. The mindset of, I have to do this right the first time, that's such a toxic way to think and be. I think it's very important to pull away from that and to understand that it's okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to remember <coughs> we need to think of ourselves as students as well, mm -hmm. because I would never expect that my student could do something perfectly first try or the tenth try. It, I tell them it takes years and years and years to be able to do this 
what you're doing is great. You know, it's it's you don't expect a kindergarten to do a kindergartner to do something that a fifth grader can do because that's not developmentally appropriate. So I think that we need to be kinder to ourselves and remember that you know it's it's okay that we don't know everything and it's okay if we're unsure about what we're going to do about something but to rely on people who have more and different experience is really helpful. Yeah, to give ourselves the grace that we give students in class. Yeah. I talk about the scribble stage a lot. I know Jen mentioned that and I like that you applied it to us as the scribble stage of tab because it really is. It's it's it, it gets a little messy. Things work, things don't work. You know, you, there's a lot of of moving parts that you have to manage but you know I, I use it a lot with with students as well and I and reminders that we as well as our students deserve that scribble stage you know when we take that away or we rush that process or we expect something on the third try or whatever we're taking that growth away from them and then expecting maybe a certain level from them that we haven't allowed them to develop. And when we, you know, we need to do that for ourselves too. So I'm really glad you pointed that out because, you know, and for each other, you know, and if you have a colleague that's thinking about TAB and, you know, I, I think it's important to, to let them go through that dabbling bit of it. You know, even though we feel strongly that it's, it's, it is important for us and works for us and it's great for students. Um, other people have to get there in their own space too, or or they may not at all. Again, that mm -hmm. you know those stages, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. When you mentioned the uh, three years being the magic number, it made me think. I came to teaching very late in life. Um, that was my third year of teaching. I came to the Tab Institute in 2017. Um, before my first year of teaching. So I discovered TAB before I became an art teacher, actually, um, and knew that I wanted to do it. Um, and, but that was my third year of teaching when we all had to just go home and then I had to go back to doing projects with the kids. Um, and I was getting such a flow going, you know, with it. <laughs> so I feel like I'm starting from scratch in some ways. This past year was um, starting from scratch again. So yeah, it's so great. To, to, you know, just acknowledge that it's going to take some time to get that back, you know, and that's okay, yeah. When we were at lunch today, you just made me think of something about flow and disrupting it. Um, someone said a quote, and I, it's on my phone, which is recording currently, but I'm gonna try to remember. It was the only thing that f flows goes with the flow is a dead fish. That's what it was. <laughs> the only thing that goes with the flow is a dead fish. And then it made me think about salmon and how they swim upstream. It was when we were talking about the difficulties sometimes we run into when we're advocating. And I, so I, I said, be a salmon. And someone else said, but not a dead one. <laughs> and it just made me think of that. Um, and how it can be a struggle and sometimes we are in a flow but disrupting the flow 
might not necessarily yeah. be a bad thing. Very much. Um, yeah. It can get you to think about how you've done things, um, how other people do things, and then starting conversations with people about how to come out of that better. Um, yeah, that beginner mindset. You get that, get, get that back yeah. know, a little bit, and that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But also be mindful of the veteran mindset. Because I think we, we, you may have created a program or be fortunate enough that the flow is pretty easy. And you get to be the fish that kind of wanders and, and, and gets to do it that way. But know that not, that's not everybody's experience. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't feel this in this community, but you know, it's a human nature to be like, well, you know, maybe I had to learn it, so you have to learn it too. But again, back to what Jen said about the, the generosity of this community, that's, that's a huge piece of this. Mm -hmm. I don't think it could have grown to the scale it's at if that wasn't the cornerstone of it, mm -hmm. you know, with, with the founders of it and, and even getting to meet them and have them here and still having their same message be crystal clear as it was from day one. That this, this isn't for me. It's not even for my kids. It's truly for everybody, you yeah. know, and, and be mindful of that. So now I'm curious, we talked about takeaways, we talked about a few other things. What was your favorite thing that you engaged in while you were here at the Institute? It could be related to the Institute, it could be something you did during the day, during the scheduled day or afterwards. I'm just curious what your favorite thing was. I love spending time with art teachers. <laughs> you know, like to me, that is, it's such a wonderful giving community, and I have met so many wonderful, inspiring people here. You know, it is everybody is spreading goodness, and um, yeah, I feel very lucky to be a part of it. We were talking about how there are some great sessions that we take part of, um, and with you know topics and stuff like that but just maybe having those kind of informal conversations at breakfast mm -hmm. or on the way to a session is just awesome. You know, I learned so much mm -hmm. in those moments. This time, um, I, as opposed to last time when I was at the Tab Institute, I, uh, you know, I don't like to do very much afterwards because I'm so full of information and I need to digest it, but um, this time I, went out more with people the very first night actually we arrived Sunday night <laughs> we went out and oh my god it was so much fun and then the very next night we went out again and that was so much fun and I was exhausted but then I went um, to do jeans is it Jean the um, art teachers in bars mm -hmm. and that was the third night it was so fun um, and I was like yesterday I was really like just so tired but it was so that was just like the best yeah I love that and just like you said connecting with our teachers um, is it, it just yeah it's magic well for those people that you know listeners that may not know that we're on an art college campus mass art in Boston so you know you you do feel like college kids again yes. and maybe behaving a little bit like college kids do <laughs> and you know and socializing like they do and and you know staying up too late and mm -hmm. getting up too late and, <laughs> and all of that fun stuff but but 
I think that's part of that experience, you know, yeah. and 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 it's authentic and it's social and it's, um, you know, they say you sleep when you're dead. So I guess we'll have time to, to catch up eventually on the sleep part. But but I agree the social part, you know. Um, I'm going to bring up Jen again because she took us on a little tour of Boston last night. I was lucky to be part of a little group that went down to Quincy Market to have dinner and walk along the water and, and just see a couple of quick little sites. I don't know, we hit maybe two or three blocks and oh, that's had great. two or three drinks and, and, you know, and it was, but it was, it was, it was a great group and it was, and it was a lot of fun and it was, um, and, and we appreciate that, Jen, that you kind of spearheaded that and we're, we're our tour guide and, and made that happen. And I know other people did similar things, you know, branched out into yeah. the greater community of, of the school. So, yeah. Well, I'm from this, this area. I don't. I never lived in Boston, but I've visited it many, 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 many times because I grew up right outside the city, and um, I loved doing that because this is a big part of who I am. And when you're in a community with people. If you can share that with other people, it's really invigorating. And even though I was ex also exhausted <laughs> from everything um, this week, I found that those moments, even though I was like tired, all of it was like a good type of tired energy. Whereas sometimes after something that's so draining, you know, you're you're like physically exhausted, but you just want to separate yourself and like. For me, I like solitude sometimes, but I found every time that I was exhausted here, I just wanted to be around the people so I could share in the things that I was learning and thinking, and it was like a different, I don't know if that makes sense, but it was a different Absolutely. kind of total exhaustion, like a good kind. I noticed a subtle difference in the people that I met here, and the connections were almost instant, whereas, yes, love being around our art teachers, but we have our state conferences and we're around all art teachers there. But it still takes three days to make someone you might call a friend, mm. right? right? Here it was second day, first day, <laughs> yeah. right? Everybody's willing to give and share and experience things together. Is there anything else that people feel our listeners might want to um, hear about anything that you may have got from this week or anything you feel is important just to share in general about anything? I, I was reminded this week um, also that um, about a conversation that I had in 2017 with Kathy Douglas and um, I had gone, she did a presentation, and then Diane Jaquith mm -hmm. did a presentation. And I was amazed at how different they were. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that there were differences so much in TAP teachers. I thought it was like an across the board thing, you know, like of other pedagogies that I had learned about. And, um, and Kathy, I went up to her and I said that, and she said, Oh, we're totally different. <laughs> yeah. In her Kathy way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was reminded of that, that there's all different approaches mm -hmm. to TAB. And there is a, 
the continuum or the you know yeah. and the choice um, yep yeah. and then some people have big classrooms some people have small classrooms some people are in a cart and everybody deals with that in their own way you know mm -hmm. so different populations, different administrations, different yes. legislation, Total different standards, budgets, I mean, yeah, budgets. Everything. So yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that we've touched on before on this podcast is that there is no one way. Mm -hmm. And when opportunities like this arise where you can share with people from across the country, around the world actually, because we have right. people here that are international as well, um, it's eye-opening and it also helps you to understand perspective and again that awareness piece comes into play so mm. hey but if you have the opportunity to come here mm -hmm. to stay in the dorms to hunt for coffee in the morning <laughs> um, and ice <laughs> bring your own ice <laughs> about coming because it really is transformative yeah and I would piggyback that with it don't wait till next July to do that it find opportunities either in a smaller community or find the online opportunities to start those connections and start building wherever you are in that journey whether you're just learning about it or whether you've been doing it but you need you know and want more support it, it this isn't the only chance it's not like a once and then oh next you know next year sorry folks you know it's closed you got to come back next year there's so many opportunities and and a conversation it reminds me if there isn't and you're not finding them create those opportunities for yourself and the art teachers that you know in your own smaller community I love that you said that because that leads right into what I was gonna end with which is if you're looking for more opportunities and people to share those um, opportunities with, you can navigate to teachingforartisticbehavior.org. When you're there at the top, there's a button on the right that says join our community. When you click that, it will lead to Mighty Networks, which is our online virtual platform of tab educators across the world that you can connect with. And there is a feature in there where you can search people by their location. So if you would like to connect with local people, you can. I'm also going to be posting after this in the show notes that the group we mentioned earlier from MassArt is called the Center for Art and Community Partnerships. It's a fantastic group that engages with the um, local Boston and out, outskirts community um, through art and community engagement. And I highly recommend checking out their website um, and all of the amazing things that they do. So I would like to thank all of you for joining me for this. I am very much looking forward to tomorrow and the show that's going to be going up and celebrating all of the work and the relationships I think that we've developed and such here. So I wanted to thank you all for that and to wish you well also. Thank you very much for doing that, this with us. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>